This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer, there's a tad too much love happening at the Herbs. Charlene's back from the trenches. And we talk Netflix for moms. Hello. How are you? I'm lekker. Good. I'm good. Nice. Nice. Having a good week so far. That's good. What's this this story about um, too much love? Oh my God. Okay. This morning. Yeah. Um... We get to school, and now uh, uh, maybe I should backtrack and say my child is quite lovable. Okay. Okay, He had kind of had no choice with Ray and myself in his life. We love hugs. We love kisses. We are a very affectionate family. But even from a baby, I remember holding him as a tiny little baby, and he just would like just snuggle and cuddle into you, and those blue eyes. He loves cuddles. I loved cuddling him as well. He's He's a a snuggler. Very loving little kid. He's a snuggler. And he's when he shows affection for people, like the other day, Ray's um, colleague that he works with every day, um, his name's Sias and Sias was um, sort of milling around after work and about to leave and he was playing with Elijah and then he said okay I'm gonna go and Elijah said okay I must give you a hug and he gave Elijah a, a hug or he picked up Elijah and Elijah gave him a hug and then he said and a kiss and he kissed him on his his one cheek and then he said and the other one and he kissed him on his other cheek and he said and now the lips and he kissed him on the oh, lips and Sias was like oh, okay. okay and I he does it to everybody, his teachers and the aftercare teachers, any of my friends that come, if he's had a jaw and he needs to say goodbye, he wants to give a kiss on the lips. It's so nice. My kid refuses <laughs> and I don't force him. If he doesn't want to, he mustn't. If it's his body, yeah. his choice. Well, yeah. that, and that's when people kind of, almost strangers kind of look at me and say, is this okay that your son is kissing me on the lips? <laughs> and I'm just like, his body, his rules. Yeah. He wants to kiss you. That's okay. Let him kiss. Um. And then today on the way to school, sort of, we had parked and we were going up the driveway to his classroom and he stops and there's one teacher that he saw and he's like making kiss motions at her. He's like, hello, how are you? And then he's like blowing her kisses. And then um, Sasha's mom comes and we say hello and I say, say hello to Sasha's mom. And he like kisses her, like air kisses her. If she had gone down and said hello to Elijah or hugged him, he would have kissed her on the lips. He was just super affectionate this morning. And then we get to the classroom and he runs off and goes and plays. And his teacher (laughs) says to me, I have to tell you something. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. Sasha, (laughs) and it just happened that we had actually just seen Sasha's mom. Sasha and Elijah were at Playboy one Thursday and – the Playboy teacher found them in the corner and they were kissing. <laughs> oh, my mood. <laughs> and kissing on the lips, but which I'm not concerned about because we know Elijah is a very affectionate child. But they were using their tongues. <laughs> You're joking. And my son was French kissing a little girl. He's two. He's two. That's insane. So I was okay. What did you say? I said, mm. I suppose kissing's not a problem, but yes, the tongue is it's it's maybe not, a bit it's maybe much. a bit much. And I'm immediately out because I'm the type of person that goes like, "Shit, what did I do wrong?" And I kind of thought, 
do I French kiss Ray in front of him? But we don't really. And if there is a slip of the tongue at some other point, Elijah can't see. <laughs> Maybe he does. Like we're not licking each other's faces in front of him. <laughs> you know? Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> and then I got in the car and I told Ray and he burst out laughing and he's like, you go, Elijah. <laughs> and I was like, but you know what? Typical dad response. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder, because we had just seen Sasha's mom and she didn't say anything to me. So... Did the teacher address Sasha's mom and say, we saw Sasha? Yeah, because maybe Sasha initiated the tongue kissing. Exactly. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Elijah's is very loving and Sasha had been privy to some tongue slipping at some point, <laughs> yeah. view, viewing of tongue slipping. And so maybe she thought, Elijah might be keen because he's always so loving. Let's experiment. <laughs> So maybe she's the slag. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No judges. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I, To be honest, I probably would have been the little girl slipping boy's tongue when I was little. <laughs> yeah, What I a nice know. little That's, story. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so I don't know whether we are, are maybe too affectionate because he's so loving. And, and it just so happened that today on the walk to school. You saw Sasha's mom. We saw Sasha's mom. And, and, he, was we, and he was very affectionate towards all the teachers we saw on the way to his classroom. And then we That's heard about cool. the, the, the tongue, the French kissing moment. So what so, did yeah. they do when they caught them French kissing? I don't know. Because now but here's my question. You don't want them to feel like it's a taboo. Well, yeah. Apparently, the Playboy teacher was very concerned when she told the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, it's perfectly so, innocent. Man, kids experiment. I, I said to Ray, also, and I think we'll discuss this at some other point, today's not the day. Mm. Um, today's a very light-hearted episode. But he has me, liberal mom who's very open about sex and sexuality and in favor so far until someone proves me wrong about the comprehensive sex education that is underway now um like i say we'll get to that topic but also very pro let's talk about these mm, things mm. of course it will be my child that's french kissing another kid at school at two, at two years old <laughs> so yeah we're in for a fun time ahead of us i'd say we'll work on that so i i would say that's my bad mom moment for this week I, why was that a bad mom moment i don't know maybe i slip my tongue to my husband too often and my child sees <laughs> well at least your child isn't growing up in a household where you're beating your husband that's true and he's pr privy to that that's true nonsense man absolute bullshit okay then i didn't have a bad mom no, moment this you week you didn't you raise your child in a loving home he's brave enough to experiment it's all positives <laughs> i've just decided screw it awesome okay <laughs> hashtag um, bombing at momming this week we made our first fort in the lounge and elijah loved it i like it yeah nice yeah josh loves making forts yeah which is super enjoyable and it really kept him occupied and it's such for quite a, a simple while. thing exactly and then they love doing it so yeah. if you haven't yet tried it guys make a fault yeah mm, yeah okay charlene you go you are back from the trenches Oof, yeah both my kids were that we i mentioned in last week's episode that we were feeling poorly and whatever and it just it took a turn for the worst later well, in the week i would say it more than a turn for the worst <laughs> i would say that it flipped over on its head and rolled down the hill into 
the pits of the upside down. Yeah, so there was um, influenza A doing the rounds uh, among some of the kids at Josh's school. And so I think um, we ended the week off with both my kids having that. We managed to avoid being admitted to hospital, which I'm incredibly grateful for because some of the other friends – had got well, one of my other friends, her little girl at on her fourth birthday, uh, was admitted to hospital for I actually, I actually have a friend and I know of a couple of people. This is going around like heavy in Gauteng at the moment, and a lot of people's kids are being admitted to hospital, yeah. And it's so, uh, and that's also mm. why, if you can get it quick enough, then like if they start showing any signs of flu, then just try and get them to the doctor and get it treated as quickly as possible but the fevers spike really really high very quickly like 38 uh, 40 degree temperatures and you just got to try keep it at bay because and then most of the doctors just prescribe uh, Tamiflu and so influenza A is it swine flu yes so from what I understood what they explained it's a strain of swine flu yeah I'm not a medical doctor so but I understand it as that that's what the doctor explained to me this week yeah and so luckily we managed to avoid the uh, hospital and Rhett and I didn't come off too badly I mean we both felt a bit fluey but I think the smaller little lafies take a harder knock they were vomiting severely such bad coughing almost like a croupy cough but then just keeps coughing incessantly so we were nebulizing and all sorts. I did not get anything done last week. My week was a write-off. I was a write-off. But um, we survived it and we're fine. And I would say bombing at momming for me, my hashtag bombing at momming moment would be that I've managed to get more fruit into the household and I am eating more fruit myself and I am encouraging the children to have fruits. So for breakfast, we're trying fruits. I made Rita a fruit salad for breakfast the other morning. That's my bombing at momming moment, I'd okay. say. I realized we don't live very healthy in our household. My kids don't eat very healthy because they don't see me eating healthy ever. So... Um, Probably better to lead by example and okay. Show so you're them. making a turn and sh- introducing them to yes. more fresh fruits and vegetables. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. And then I'd say my hashtag bad mom moment was I had such a big fight with Josh on Saturday, and he just had. I was telling you earlier about how he gets these fits of rage um, where he just shouts and screams and like punches and he gets so frustrated and aggravated that he just screams with like bloodshot eyes it's a literal like seeing red moment yeah and you can't get him back from that he's always had a tendency to do that but yeah he got quite bad on Saturday and I think my bad mom moment was when I just sat on the floor and cried and I just ignored him and the more I ignored him the angrier he got and I realized that it was making him more angry and instead of doing anything to try and and because I could have given in to his requests but I was just like fuck you yeah I'm not giving in you're gonna learn the hard way I don't care how angry you get because I will be more angry I see you're angry and I will raise you some more angry because it's just he's got my temperament so when when you're angry I will you're angry at a six I'll come at you with a 10 level of angry and so we will just keep on going keep on going keep on going and I didn't give in on Saturday and I suppose I could have but I didn't he shouted 
I shouted. I kept on. He just got more and more angry. And I was just like, you're only three, bud. You do not have the resolve. Mm. Trust me, you fucking mm. don't have it. And <laughs> I just, I stuck to my guns. I don't think it was good parenting. And I probably should have stayed calm, but I was hurtful. And that was my bad moment, bad mom moment. So how did you get out of that? How did you come back from that? He finally cried until he vomited and he couldn't anymore. And he his throat was hoarse and he couldn't. He, he had almost lost his voice from screaming and in pure exhaustion finally I yelled at him and I said tell me what you want and he said water <laughs> and I said say please <laughs> and he said please and I got him water and then that was the end of that okay you that, got out of it that wasn't why we started the fight I'll have yeah. you know but that's where it ended Sounds like you both, to put it very mildly, need to let off some steam. <laughs> yeah, so that was that. That was my bad mom moment. Okay. We see you. We're here for you. You're doing an awful job. <laughs> yes, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm winning totally at this, at this game. Okay. I, but you know what? You're out of the trenches. Yeah. It's a new week. Yes, I'm feeling positive and focused. Good. And yes. listen, this week, I have no deadlines, which means I'm poorer this month. <laughs> Sadly. Poor, Sadly. Poorer in funds, but richer in time. Well, exactly. <laughs> I've got so much catching up to do, least of which I have to mention, will be uh, my Netflix and chill, but like for reals Netflix and chill. I mean my alone time Netflix and I'm chill. I'm proper jealous because I don't have time and I don't foresee it in my future to catch up on any Netflix. Sorry for you. Maybe you should have another sick week. <laughs> Okay, Netflix is what we are talking about today. Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids and husbands can be assholes and angels at the same time. And only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. Have you noticed that when you like have a new car or somebody else gets a new car and there's like something that's on your radar and you then out on the road. You notice that car more. Yeah. Yes. So this is what I'm wondering. Are there more shows for moms on Netflix and Showmax? That's what I'm privy to because that's what we have at home. We don't have DSTV. We have two streaming on uh, subscription services. So the Netflix and the Showmax. Um. But for some reason, I'm just seeing a lot of shows that are mommy-related and will speak to a mom heart, like, directly. Yeah, I suppose it is because we're in it, so you notice it more. But I definitely think um, if – I'm quite a fan of the Ellen DeGeneres show. And whenever I watch her having guests or s stuff on her show, because she's also quite a series – she loves series and all sorts of um, – she loves Shonda Rhimes and that kind of stuff. So she often has those writers or those producers on her show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she talks to them, there's definitely in the um, movie making or television world, there's definitely a movement towards women and empowering women and speaking to what's relevant for women. So um, 
I think that, yes, it might be because we're in it, but I also think that it is a shift within the industry, so they're producing more programs. And also because moms are more, more Hollywood mothers are producing their own yes, stuff. Yes, Like the Reese Witherspoons of the world, Quite Drew right. Barrymore. And she juggles all those balls of momming and working and having a career and her being in the, the public eye and, and, and. Right, yes. and they're making shows that they want to watch. Exactly. And with like Instagram and Facebook and all of that, where we can keep track of these celebs, it also puts us puts them more on our radars. Like Amy Schumer is all over the show because sure. she's, she's just a mom now. She's a mom now, and it's like hilariously on point what she's putting out there. And she's so funny, and she's just being truthful and genuine. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, we're putting out this product because we're in it. It's what's important to us now. It's what's relevant for us in our lives now. And it's, I suppose, our craft. And that's how we're finding an outlet, an outlet. for it. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. So, it's double-sided. Firstly, we are in it. So, we're noticing it more. But Hollywood is definitely putting out a lot of shows. I think so. That are focused on mothering and motherhood. Yes. Let's talk about what we have enjoyed over the past few years that we've been pregnant on maternity leave and then like now that those two hours or so after we put our kids to bed if we're not working we are zoning out and putting our feet up and proper like Ray Ray was the one to tell me that you know Netflix and chill doesn't mean what you think it means yes I was just gonna say I was just like actually to me, it means. That's what it means. Yes. That's exactly what it means. Yes. I'm watching Netflix and, and best you fuck off. <laughs> yes. Leave me alone. <laughs> Not your Netflix yeah. and chill, but <laughs> my Netflix and chill. So I was thinking, yo, yeah, we got our Netflix subscription back when I was pregnant. That's when um, Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life of. Oh, so okay. the last four episodes that like rounded up the entire show mm -hmm. happened so i then prepared for it of course by watching all of the uh, episodes. episodes from the very first season right through to the end probably for the f third time in my life oh really yeah i was a huge i am a huge gilmore girls fan i love it myself as well but i never actually watched from the first episode i watched snippets sometimes i caught it and sometimes i did well you got a lot of catching up to do i'm glad on netflix. yes i know <laughs> i have netflix now too so i'm i am there <laughs> so i did that when i was like late into my pregnancy with elijah also then started pretty pretty little liars i needed something to breastfeed to that i if i needed to p turn my attention to my baby for five minutes i wasn't going to miss a lot mm -hmm. and for me Pretty Little Liars did that. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not the thinking woman's show. Yeah, it's not exactly. <laughs> it's putty for the mind. It's not chewing gum, really. Yes. And then when that finished, Nashville became my go-to. And I love Nashville and I love Connie Britton. Yes. In that show. I absolutely. I was addicted to that, that show. I would absolutely binge watch it and because I didn't always get time to watch the episodes when they aired I would on a weekend um when the kids are visiting my mom or whatever I would watch the episodes that I had saved up oh, like back to back that proper binge watching yes, yes so those are my favorites from this this time where I really needed to put my feet up Nash in, ended with Nashville and there are some shows that we'll discuss a little bit later that I'm into right now 
re-watching Girls, which is not really our demographic, I've got to be honest. Mm, I watched that for a bit, but I lost... Uh, not because these fucking chicks in season three and four don't grow up. I know. I also, when I started watching it, I, I was it was before I had Josh, and I was kind of really into it. And I'd read, read quite a lot of reviews on it, conflicting opinions on what it says about women and, and, and. Look, let's be honest. It's the sex in the city of the current generation, you know. Exactly. But then I had Josh and then I think, I don't know when it was, uh, uh, Josh was about a year or so and I wanted to catch an episode of it again. And I just thought to myself, fuck, man, we're still on this. This is not a problem, Chick. This is still where we're at. Like, have have, have these characters not evolved at all? So I was recently looking for a show that was like 30 minutes, you know, those quick in and outs. Yes. And came across Girls Again and my sister's a huge fan. So I thought, okay, let me give it a shot. I remember distinctly what made me stop watching. So I remember where I watched until and I carried on from there. I have to say season five and six and it finishes at six is a lot better. Oh, is it? They actually develop as people. Maybe not the best people in the world, but (laughs) yeah. So that's where I am um, right now. But I have some other favorites that are particularly good for moms that we'll get to. But first I want to hear what what's your choice of binge? <laughs> okay, so I got into How to Get Away with Murder. Um, okay, Viola Davis brought to you by Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes, yes. And also who brings you? Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Okay. And also another one that I will mes- mention just now. But I found that a lot of these programs that I got onto watching, I gotten onto only because of the Ellen show. Because she talks about these shows and about her, how her and um, who's her wife? Um, Portia de I forget, Rossi. Portia de Rossi. How her and Portia just like binge watch this and how they discuss the, the plot and how things unfold. And then I'd get interested. So then I would find them and start watching them. But then obviously I'm like in the middle of season four or five and I d- didn't, I don't really know where it came from. So I watch from where it is. And then when there's a production break, I go back on Netflix. Netflix to season one Got so it, then yeah. I kind of catch up in that way so you started watching these shows back before you got into like streaming and the Netflix way of binging yes which made it television which made it quite difficult because I didn't have Netflix then and so I only had DSTV so I would check if it was on DSTV and then I would find it and then I'd watch whatever was airing at that point in time so it's a little bit difficult to catch the gist of it but then I also have an app on my phone that tells you what movie and series has which cast members and what the plot is and what it's about so then I did a bit of research just to kind of get myself into what it's about and then I would carry on watching it and then I got Netflix so I was so excited that I could go back to the very beginning and get where it all came from because you would get some purists I would say who like no I can't watch from the I need to watch from the beginning especially now with the whole streaming yeah, services at your disposal. I'm very so you, much like I can pick up. I've always been like that. I can pick up a movie kind of in the middle and and get figure into out it, yeah. what happened, what happens towards the end. And then if I liked how it ended, I would go back in the day and rent the movie just to watch the first part that I missed or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just enjoy watching anything. I watch. So I you're love okay with spoilers as well. Um, it depends on the show. 
Um, if it's like a Mursa one, then... Yeah. If it's I, like a really critical spoiler. For Game of Thrones, I got irritated with the spoilers. I was like... I avoided social media. I didn't want to know because I wanted to experience it for myself. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I'm not too too fussed about spoilers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how to get away with murder and then? Um, friends is always playing in our household. We just have it. I can't tell you how many times Rhett and I have watched from season one right through to the very end. And it's constantly playing in the background when we cook. And then Chandler will make a joke and Rhett and I will be busy with the kids in the bathroom and we'll chuckle at yeah. Chandler's joke. And we really enjoy it. I, I still enjoy it because when I watched it, I was quite young. And then if I watch it now, I suppose I didn't enjoy it as much when I was a youngster because it was... You were like preteen. Mm, and yeah. it, it wasn't relevant. And I suppose I looked more at it as, oh, I can't wait until I'm 30. And like <laughs> 28, 29, 30, that, that golden yeah. age, that the, that group of friends that they're in. You imagined that that's how life would be. Yes. Yeah. And now having passed that age and I look back at them and I look at them in that age, I still enjoy it because it's just so funny how their biggest concerns are the things that they're concerned with yeah. um and yeah so we we watch that still and the jokes that the jokes are still funny and it is uh it's great i love friends i mean yeah. it's not fantastic television but it no is but it's like our generation's quintessential mm. sitcom it's quirky it's funny it's yeah. witty and and i'm not gonna lie chandler's script is written very very well. He was very good. What I also enjoyed watching is the fashion trends. Yes. I don't know who dressed Monica, but oh my God, <laughs> if I have to see her in another pair of brown pants and a green shirt or some burnt <laughs> orange, I, I think they deliberately try to make her look less attractive compared to Rachel. <laughs> uh, did you do the Rachel hair? So much. Yes, me so, too. So, so much. That yep. Every time there was a new like a new season with a new trend, then I had the layers, yep. longer layers, shorter layers. <laughs> yeah, I did the Rachel hair, definitely. So, yeah, the friends and always And that's plays always enough. nice to fall back on. Yeah. And, and it, luckily it's streaming now. And that's also something, if, like, over Christmas when I was busy with, like, wrapping presents and, like – also, just another thing that I could play in the background and I wouldn't have to pay attention. Yes, you don't so, miss anything by not watching yeah, it. Yeah, I did yeah. a lot of friends then. I do a lot of friends when I've got to like, do things with my hands. And I think what works for us now as well is because we don't get a lot of time to watch uninterrupted television. There's always some screaming or some noises or something happening in the background. So if it is something like Friends, it's fine because you actually know that joke and you have heard it before and yeah. you, you know the end. So you can You're not going to miss out. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So um, then another Shonda Rhimes one, again, also heard about it on Ellen. Um, it's called the, the Fixer, but in South Africa, on South African television, it was called Scandal because on ETV... Well, with, the other way around. It was called oh, Scandal and on we South Africa, it, oh, we right. called it yes, The Fixer. Sorry, yeah. sorry, yes, because there's another ETV series. The Soapy, yeah, Scandal, the, yeah. The local Scandal Soapy. So they called it The Fixer on DSTV. I got into watching that with Kerry Washington. Um, that's that's a whole the last season aired, I think, last year. And so that's not coming you back. You like the, the drama shows because we also chatted a lot about The Good Wife. Yes. 
But I don't know if it is. I like I like anything that makes me cry. But I like suspense, but not suspense that's like murder, murder, something about murder crimes. I like crime and investigation channel as well. So okay, wherever so there's like a something that unfolds and mystery, and you're like, Fuck, I don't know what's going to happen. And realistic here. because you don't like sci-fi or fantasy all that much. Mm, I'm not a fan. You of like those the slice things. of life stuff. Yes, even though these things are realistic, but then. When you look at it, you're like, surely that that's that's bullshit. Yeah, like you're trying to make it sound realistic, but it's fake. But if you think about something like Grey's Anatomy, for example, you look at it and it feels like it's realistic. But I'm sure medical professionals will watch that and they'll be like, Oh, oh come on, such that will never happen. Yeah. You know. So I suppose realistic to a degree, but it's still it's still fictional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, next on your list. Oh, this one is my major major this this one I use to get the poison out. This is us. <laughs> yes, me I too. cry in every with Mandy Moore and um Mario Milo Milo Ventimiglia from yeah, Gilmore Girls. Milo almost said Mario. Well I did say Mario. <laughs> oh my lord, me too. That first episode and you know when you're hormonal and you're just coming out of the newborn phase and like I think when I started watching This Is Us is when I was I was ending breastfeeding and my hormones were all over the place and that first episode something happens if you haven't you know watched it something very crucial happens and I just like was Stop. snot and thrown yeah. yeah every every single episode reduces me to yeah. tears I laugh I cry I get gooseies and, I, and it just yeah. all happens in every single I episode. I love that show. And a renewed love for Mandy Moore, who, like, in your teen years and our teen years, like, she, that's when she became super popular. I like, disliked her so much well, in now, my teenage she's years. She's just amazing. And I absolutely yeah. love her. Again, she was also on Ellen's show. People oh, So that's how you got to watch. Watch the Ellen show. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I, 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 everybody was talking about This Is Us, This Is Us on social media when it, the first season came out. So I was kind of like, mm, I must investigate. And then when Mandy Moore was on set with Ellen and they spoke about the plot and how the, the actors are like family, then I was like, okay, no, I have to, I have to now they, make a point. And there's a lot of social about. commentary on that show, mm. hey? It's really such a good... You know what? It's also quite... They talk about real issues mm. and it's there's diversity and they touch on literally everything. You know what I love about the show is how they show in one episode two or three different time periods mm. and they manage to nail the characters and the way they age and the way they evolve so beautifully mm. it's a very very well written show mm. i absolutely love it it's very yeah, good. same okay yeah. so that's one of the tops of our combined list the great equalizer is uh, all for this is us yes oh and then there's a million little things that i recently started watching the first season the pilot showed up in my search history yeah, so I if you like all of these types of things the this is us type shows a million little things that's on showmax is is quite a nice one. Yeah, that's a little bit less hectic in terms of like being emotional, but it's it's very enjoyable also because the of how the plot unfolds and how these little twists and turns in the story. So yeah, yeah. Um, 
moving on to to what's really super popular out there and one of the reasons why we decided let's uh, do an episode on Netflix for moms and by this we include Showmax and any other binges that you can find on other channels but um, Big Little Lies. I stumbled upon that and oh. I saw it was Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman and then, and who's that actress? Um, 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 um. Laura Dern. Yes. And Zoe Kravitz and Shailene Woodley. It's Shailene, an all-star freaking Shailene cast, Woodley. Yeah. I, saw, I saw her and I was like, I freaking love this chick. I want to see what this is about. I was not a Shailene Woodley fan until I watched Big Little Lies. Really? Yes. I love her. I absolutely love her. The way she delivers her performances, oh my God, she gives me goosies. But this show is right up every mom's alley. Guys, we're not going to give away the plot or anything, but basically if you have been a mom at drop-off and had to deal with other moms, this is right on point. I actually recently read the book by Leanne Moriarty. Okay. It's an Australian uh, writer who conceptualized Big, Big Little Lies. And I think it's only a standalone book, but because the HBO made the series so successful, there is a second season with Meryl Streep. Oh, is Meryl Streep in the second season? Yes. I did not know this. Yes. My, oh my, oh. <laughs> I am in love with Meryl Streep. Well, there you go. For those of you who have not watched Big Little Lies, the second season is today. We're recording on 10 June, Monday 10 June, and I'm so excited. You have made my day, Sam. <laughs> I didn't know that she's in this. I, I loved this. I didn't even know that they were changing the character, that they were introducing new uh, Yeah. Well, such big names. I, I figured that the, the next season would probably evolve, but... Oh. Yeah, so without spoiling too much, she is... Um, Meryl Streep plays Nicole Kidman's husband's mother. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> well, now I can't wait. I can't say what I want to say because no. if anybody hasn't watched no. this... Just go back and do yourself a favour. Go binge watch season one of Big Little there's Lies. There's not that many episodes. I think there's no. like eight or nine. It's like, yeah, it's one of those like, yeah. It was a pilot. They did Top the pilot. ten episodes. Yeah, it's not shows, a lot. Yeah. So go and watch it. Yes. I'm okay. so excited. Another great one for moms, obviously. Working moms. All my friends started watching it and they Pranishka messaged me and she was like, guys, I'm watching the show on Netflix called Working Moms. I am in stitches most of the time because it's so funny, but mostly because it's so true. And it's true. I started watching it then. There are moments in that show, and you also put me onto it. Mm. Well, you also mentioned it to me, and you told me about the one scene where the chick runs like into the woods. Okay, so yeah, let's chat about that. I think that's the first... Um, episode, episode. Mm-hmm. and she is running like as in jogging because we all want to get those bodies back yeah and she's um running with a pram and then she comes across like a grizzly bear because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> they're in canada so there are bears on your running trail and this bear is like menacing and instead of you know buckling under the pressure and just like fleeing for her life she looks at this bear and just lets out all the fucking frustration that she's feeling. In her life. And this is in the trailer. So, like, it really resonated with me. And I was like, I have to watch I this. I have to watch this. I'm doing. She looks at this bear and she just screams and lets it all out. And I'm just like, I feel like that maybe once a week. <laughs> yeah, so. So, I, I, I feel like, yes. And that was another show where, in the first episode, I just sobbed. Because uh. I, I, I was at a, like, a. That point, point in, life, yeah. in my life 
not a, a few months ago that I was just like, this is just, yeah. You know what I love about that show also is when you watch it, you'll see a lot of scenes uh, or some of the scenes, they're in like a little playgroup with their babies. <laughs> yeah, like and a mom's circle. All the yeah. different moms and how you, you have like the you have like the holistic, healthy mom. And then you have yeah. the mom who says, fuck a lot. I'm that mom. <laughs> and then you have the mom who talks about sex a lot. And then you have the mom who's too scared to say anything. And, and then, then you, and the mom who's like very career focused yes. and feels guilty for like skipping her child off. And yeah, exactly. All and the different personalities. And also I have to say, it's it's called working moms, but there are moms there that are stay-at-home moms yes. and they deal with that. Which is, so what I also love about that is that even though you are at home with your kids, it's still a freaking job. Yes. And probably the toughest job out there. Yes. So, yeah, it's a good show. Watch it if you can. And you know what? If you haven't, um, if you've watched Working Moms and you're looking for something else, The Let Down, also currently on Netflix, it's an Australian show. And it's very similar and very heartfelt. And it also deals with sleep training and sort of postpartum depression, but in a lighthearted way, getting back into the sack with your husband afterwards, all stuff we talk about and issues that we deal with. Genuine stuff that yeah. we deal with, yeah. So the letdown is another good one. I haven't seen that one. I'm going to go check it out. For sure. Yeah. So we um, put this out to other moms Um on our social media asking for recommendations because I see it quite often um, where people are saying, okay, I've just finished the show. I've got a couple of hours to myself tonight. What are your Netflix or Showmax recommendations? And then I'm always the one who like goes to town. Have you watched this? Have you watched that? Da -da 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 -da. I've got a friend right now who's expecting twins and she was put on bed rest um, the last month of her, her okay. pregnancy. So I was just like, bam. And I think, you know what, let's help a sister out. We all have very different, um, you know, sort of tastes. Likes and dislikes. Yeah, likes yes. and dislikes. But, you know, we've we've kind of opened it up. And if anybody's into reality TV that is like mindless hogwash, Yummy Mummy, suggested by one of our listeners, looks like just this ridiculous, um, you know, real world drama that's actually not quite real. So it's reality show. It's a reality show, and I just, I've got to play this trailer to you guys. Meet the Yummy Mummies. These gorgeous girls have got it all. The wives want to be us, and the husbands want to be with us. <laughs> I know you don't like flowers, so I got you a bouquet of money. I love it. This is over the top, something you've never seen before. <laughs> this girl is ridiculous. There are no boundaries. We talk about everything. My boobs have exploded. <laughs> are you going to breastfeed? Once you have the baby, it's going to attach to the boob and oh. suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to look good because it makes you feel good. The rarest diamond ever. We're looking at $99,000. <laughs> I think the girls are now feeling the competition. She's very thin. Not that I'm jealous or anything. We've got this Instagram account. Everybody wants to know what we're wearing. I don't like that. I hate that. She wants to be in competition with us. I don't want close friends. Just right? more followers. Who <laughs> <laughs> says that? My water just broke. Oh my god. <laughs> I need my Burberry pajamas. If I'm going to the hospital to have baby, I'm going in style. What the hell?
that is OTT. It is I mean, OTT. These women, they have like like Silicon Valley, American Silicon Valley chicks. They have like big fake boobs and hair extensions and they have like all the designer clothes and they wear these stilettos. But And that one chick was wearing like a sequin shimmery dress with a preggy belly <laughs> and like Louboutin uh, heels. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if it's really my cup of tea. I might watch one or two episodes and like have a giggle. I know for a fact that if this plays in our house, Ray will divorce me. Are you serious? No, Ray hates, like I used to watch Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, I watch that. Ray won't allow me to play it in our house. So, so you don't get to watch no, it? No, I don't. And you know what? It's fine. I've, I've got other... God. Not that he's really going to divorce me, guys. Let's be serious. But He hates <laughs> it that much. He hates it that much that I was just like, okay, okay, I'll stop. Um, and then uh, but then we didn't have DSTV. Yes. But now it's on Showmax and I'm just like, let me not go there because I'm going to get hooked. Mm. I've got, <laughs> yeah, I've got Showmax as well. So I'm getting, I'm going to, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, Yummy Mummies, uh, that was a listener's suggestion. Another one was What If, a new show with Renee Zellweger. It looks like a thriller. I saw the trailer just this past week. It looks like a suspense thriller. And in the description, it says, like, what if you, what would happen if you were to sell your soul for, it seems like this chick sold, uh, got into an agreement with Renee Zellweger, who seems like the devil. (laughs) Yeah, she really does. She's super scary. She doesn't look like anything what she looked like. In um, the Bridget Jones no. diary movies. No, no, no. Ray's no. Convinced or, or Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Ray's convinced there's been a whole lot of work on her face. But you know what? No judges. Yeah. Renee, we still love you. Yes. Um, this also, the show, um, What If, reminds me a lot of You, which is also another Netflix, like, uh, it was there was only one season. Uh-huh. And it's with, like, an unknown. But if you really like Gossip Girl... Uh-huh. Um, so for people who like Gossip Girl, Penn Bagley is in it. Okay. Um, and that's quite an interesting sort of psychological thriller take on. And Shay Mitchell as well from Pretty Little Liars. So, you know, if you like those types of like gossip girly shows where everybody is super good looking, mm. watch you. That's also a really good one. Okay. okay. Another listener suggested a few things. Playing House. Younger, Devious Mates, Taboo, Strike Back, and Shameless. I've not watched, I've only watched one or two episodes of Shameless. I haven't watched any of these suggestions. I have to go and get into that. So, okay, last one. Bodyguard was really good and also you, okay. Um, thanks for that, listener. So, And she also suggested Working Moms, but her husband didn't enjoy Working Moms at all. Oh, Not okay. that I would think our husbands really would watch it with us. Red says he watched an episode, he caught an episode of it once or twice on Netflix the other day, and he said it was quite funny. But I don't think he could it's, relate. No, it's not the target market. Yeah, so don't watch not. it with your husbands, guys. Yeah. Maybe if there's something on it that touches your relationship, let him watch that one episode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've, I've also sort of earmarked, I've put on my list a couple of movies that are like directly targeted at moms. Firstly, uh, Wine Country. Wine Country. Oh, I must man. watch the trailer. It's got all the like the bridesmaids type actresses. Okay. Okay. Let me pull up their names here because that'll get you. Um, that'll get the the juices, the juices flowing, flowing that you want to watch okay. it. Um, while you're doing that, Bad Moms, um, the Bad Moms movie franchise, the Bad Moms 
First Bad Moms and then Bad Moms Christmas. So I watch. I need to rewatch that because I watched Bad Moms in the theater when I was pregnant. We Ray and I went on Baby Moon. Okay. And we like we were in Durban or you know like Mshlanga and we were chillaxing and we went probably three times in one week to movies oh. and each watched movies that we wanted to watch separately from each other. So oh. Ray would go watch a guys guy movie and I'd go watch a really girly movie and then we'd and we we just said let's never tell anybody that we go and watch movies separately because we realized and we were right that we were never going to have a chance I for wish a I while did that. I wish to I not did that. watch movies. Mm. So I miss going to the movies. Bad Moms was one, but I was a little bit underwhelmed by it. I think because I wasn't yet in it. I was still pregnant. And yeah. I was just like, oh, well. Look, it's, also, it's just a comedy and yeah. it's just lighthearted. But what's funny about it is just how they how you can be judged as a bad mom so easily yeah and <laughs> actually these people just like embrace it well, and how Mila Kudis just finally goes like fuck you <laughs> if I'm gonna be a bad mom I'm gonna be the best really bad young. mom there is <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm actually quite keen to watch that again and then bad mom's Christmas um one country okay so it's directed by Amy Poehler who I love mm-hmm. I love her um it's all the Saturday Night Live Women, right? Okay. So Rachel Dratch, um, Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, okay. Tina Fey, yes, all of yes, Jason yes, yes. Schwartzman's in it as well. So it's like a group of women who, um, and it's all about their friendship and that, and they go to wine country. Okay, and cool. Yeah, so. I'm going to watch the trailer. I'm interested to yeah, see that. Yeah, that's quite a lacquer one, I must say. Um, and then there is, I have to play you this trailer as well. So it's another one with Toni Collette, another actress that I really love. She was in um, Little Miss Sunshine. She was the mom in Little Miss Sunshine. Yes, and, yes. Um, yeah, so she's part of this this movie called Fun Mom Dinner, and I think it's also on Showmax. So have a have a listen and have look out for it because I think this really looks hilarious. You know we don't do screens before school. He took his diaper off! Oh! One at a time, dudes! He took my saber! Because it's mine! You get to sleep at your daddy's house tonight, and mommy gets some alone time. I know this is kind of last minute. We like to do these fun mom dinners. Wow, yeah, that would be really nice. Hi, this. Are you okay if I invited Kate? Kate doesn't usually do stuff with us other moms. Seriously? <laughs> I'm babysitting tonight, so you can go out and have fun. It's not babysitting when they're your kids. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't want to come alone. My life revolves around kids. I just wanted a night needed. Okay. What should we talk about, Kate? Mm. What can I say? I'm mommed out. Melanie, I'm sorry. I know you don't like me. My problem with you is that you walk around like you're too good. You took my phone yesterday. You were texting and driving. I was buying milk. A mother can never run out of milk. You know, order me a scotch. Three fingers, one cube. Moms, you're on. Anything you want, we've got it. If we don't have it, we'll grow it. We should set them up with our selection of stuff that's for mothers. Yeah. Yeah. Be cool if you didn't say anything, just because it's, you know, it's very illegal. Sounds good. Yeah, don't take a little talk. Oh, good idea. Em, I'll text Andrew and he can tell Tom. <laughs> They're stopping to 
Yeah, it looks really well, that good. That looks like a... <laughs> I love the cast. looks really funny. And I love how they just throw caution to the wind for like just a moment in time. So it looks like they meet up for this bad mom's dinner and then things go awry. <laughs> yes, it just goes pear-shaped from there. looks really good. Yeah, like I say, I really do think that you're on point there. It started with actually looking at your suggestions of the fixer and um, how to get away with murder. They were trying to bring in more female leads. The good wife is the same. And um, also bringing in uh, the African-American demographic Mm, in terms mm. of that was very important. But with more moms in Hollywood... Um, coming to the fore in terms of producing, mm. we have gems like this. With the wine countries of the world and um, your fun mom's dinner. That looks amazing. Yeah, I'm going to go check these out. Of course, you always have your classics as well. P.S. I love you. For sure. If you really want to cry, guys. If you really just, you know, sometimes you, Ray doesn't understand that sometimes I need a good cry. I don't think, Red always says to me, I don't know why you watch this stuff if it makes you cry. I'm like, that's why I watch it. Yeah, because I need <laughs> so a good cry. I need to cry, yeah. Um, The Notebook. Yeah. Okay, 16 Candles, another classic. And then obviously with shows, I was a big Sex and the City girl in oh, my I never got youth. into that, yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I actually want to go back and watch it from like first episode to last. I, I think I was 16. When I actually I was younger when I started watching it, like, but they used to draw out a twenty-six minute episode over an hour mm. when it was like on SABC because two because they were in um, ad breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, my mom got me the box set when I was sixteen, seventeen, um, and I have probably watched all six seasons six or seven times over. Really? Yeah, I must watch that. That's a show that I can never get enough of. Do you know what I'm really? longing for is like a proper pajama party like we used to do when we were young just like me and my friends wine popcorn in our pajamas in my living room or someone's living room just like a night of no kids no nobody just proper pajama party yeah but watching that fun mom's dinner makes me think that that could be hilarious in a grown-ups dinner party or pajama party yes yeah i I just feel like i want my girlfriends who are in the same place that i am now in my life with kids and proper like movie night and we can cry and talk and watch a movie and eat nice things and i tell you from experience with us charlene one night's not gonna be enough. no it's not <laughs> I, I need to have it like monthly i need to have like a, a, a pajama party every month yeah Ugh, it's crazy anyway so yeah um so what do you and ray watch as a couple. It's very difficult because he's super picky. Mm-hmm. And just like um, he denies me Kardashians and reality TV like that, I was very into the E! channel at one point. Uh-huh. Um, I deny him adult cartoons. I fucking hate them. Like uh, Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. Or The Simpsons. Oh. The Simpsons is maybe the only one I could probably stand for a short amount of time. Can't. The The South Park type ones, and there's now lots of them. Like oh, a lot. What's that? Is it Working Guy? What's it called? Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah. Hate them. Hate mm. them. And if I hear an adult cartoon in my house, I come stomping into the lounge and I'm switch it off. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. I'm shit. not a fan. I don't like those things either. Mm. Red doesn't really watch stuff like that. He watches a lot of Top Gear, <clears throat> old, excuse me, old episodes uh, over and over. I actually quite enjoy those uh, episodes also. 
although I've gotten to like them. They're very funny. Um, and then he likes to watch documentaries. He watches a lot of animal uh, programs, like something about buck or lion. <laughs> and he likes to watch what I quite enjoy watching with him as well is these Louis Theroux documentaries. Ah. That guy asks some – I mean, I watched one where he was talking to sex offenders. He asks the questions that everyone is wondering about. Yeah. But you think, surely you can't say that. He'll ask He'll that ask question. That. So I really enjoy his documentaries, yeah. So I don't know, Ray and I – we there are very few select things we'll watch together. Um, Friends from College on Netflix was a very recent one that we enjoyed. I and don't know it. I must try and get it. Yeah, I'll watch I'm, it. Like, great. If Ray can get into it, like from a guy's guy perspective, then I think because Ray, like I say, he won't go for anything that's even mildly girly or feminist or whatever. He just like no, not his thing. Not his thing. Easy is another one. Easy is great. It like kind of explores sexual relationships across the board, okay. but in a very like real way. Okay. And it's episodic. So you'll have a set of characters and they play out their storyline in one episode. And then the next episode will be a completely different set okay, of characters. Okay, which is also quite nice. So you don't really miss anything if you do not miss catch a couple, them yeah. all. Yeah. Okay, cool. But I mean, it's streaming. So you just yeah. pick up where you left off, basically. Exactly, yeah. Um, And then like a few episodes later, you'll see that the two characters from two episodes ago are back, but they, their stories are interwoven with the other one. And oh, that's but quite But you still, cool. you don't really, they, each episode is standalone. Okay. So that's quite like a... I must check that out. Listen, there's tons else. Ray asked me recently, he's like, watch Black Mirror. I think you'll quite like it. You might be a bit, you might be a bit disturbed, but um, it's something that he thinks we could watch together. And that's, you know what, as people that watch a lot of TV, it's important to myself and Ray that when we find something that we both like, then we can yeah. chill, chill together. Yes, because the reason I don't generally have that, we don't watch the same things. And um, I find that I'm either watching on my phone or another device when he's watching something on the TV. So, and then we end up not talking to each other or we don't, it's something you don't share. So, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, I think... Um, if you're listening and you have something that you like to watch with your husband, keep it above board for this for this round, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear about the other shit you watch with your husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not the maintenance night episode. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep it clean. Although, as always, we open to some DMs exactly, or whatever. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. I think best we round it up here. Wow, okay, so if that wasn't mush for the brain in a podcast, then I don't know what is. <laughs> I know, I know. But it's nice to have a light-hearted uh, discussion once in a while. Everything is not always serious, and we're real moms, and these are real things in our lives. These and are the very discussions that we're having. Exactly. So most importantly, we learned today that Big Little Lies Season 2 not only started today, but it also has Meryl Streep has Meryl in it. Streep in it <laughs> and we are uber excited about that. Yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> what I also take away from today is that I um, 
I realized that my Ellen DeGeneres uh, radar for programs <laughs> has been quite good because I've... She's your informant. She is. She is. Listen, just as a side note, also, I don't watch like the whole episode. I fast forward through. She's really funny and I love that she does really good stuff but for... But you can fast forward through the dancing in the beginning. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I like the dancing because she's just so cute to watch. But then if it's not interesting, then I just fast forward through it. And I really love the interviews that she has. And she's very, very current and she's very much on on point with what's happening in current affairs. And so if I don't watch the news, I watch Ellen because she tells me what's going on. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's very helpful. <laughs> what do we want to know, Charlene? We want to know what our listeners are watching. Yeah. Share with us because maybe there's something we're missing and we can watch and pass on to our other friends. Oh, we always love a good list. Yeah. And we want to be on the end. Don't, don't leave us hanging. We don't want to be left behind if something cool's happening on yeah. your television screen. Of course. <laughs> okay. So listeners, you know it already. If you want to chat to us, you want to weigh in on something, swear, rant, cry, laugh, talk bullshit about uh, what you're watching on Netflix and why you're binging on X, Y, and Z. DM us a voice note on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast. Or you can record one on your phone and hit us up over email, thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com. Also, please feel free to tag us in your Instagram or Facebook posts. This is a new section that we've introduced. Um, use the hashtags when you're feeling particularly proud of something small. Hashtag bombing at mommy. If you got all your laundry done in one day and managed to fold it the next, we want to know about it. Exactly. At the Great Equalizer and do the hashtag bombing at momming um, uh, hashtag so that we can start following those patterns and those trends. Yeah, and if you were Charlene on the weekend and shouted at your child and took it up in a, at an 11. And when, like a Mexican standoff with your three-year-old yeah. <laughs> in terms of temper, then sure, do hashtag bad mom moment. Yeah, <laughs> we, we will share it far and wide and tell you what a bad mom you are. Your support is so important to <laughs> us. And more importantly, it just makes us feel a sense of community. And you have no idea how much every like, love and comment means to us. And if you share any of our posts or anything happens in your life that makes you think of something we said or discussed, then um, it lets us know that we're, we're talking to you and you are in our community. Don't forget to review us on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Facebook. Um, comment on SoundCloud or on Spotify and share and share and share. And you know what? If you want a reminder of when those episodes go out weekly, hit the subscribe button and you shall be notified. Yeah, which is really cool. I've, I've obviously subscribed to all of our platforms and even I forget when they go live. So um, the more we're seen, the better this podcast will do and the better will be for you. Okay, guys, tune in next week. Uh, we are going to be tackling a lot uh, more of a serious topic in sleep training. Right. Oh, I guess sleep in general is a big one. Yeah. Anyways, so, so that's it. Yeah, that's it for this week. Until next time, keep, keep your, your mom game strong.
for more on today's show, please head on over to our website at www.thegreatequalizerza.com or catch us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or on Facebook. If you want something a little more personal, email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com and we'll get back to you.